This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Snap is back third down. Throw on the left side of the end zone for Cooks. Leaping up. Cooks. Did he catch it? Yes! Touchdown, Cowboys! What a throw and catch from Prescott to Cooks with 3.27 left in the game. And then they won, Chop. Yeah, they won. No, they lost, Bradshaw. Oh, with the damn call. it. On a game you heard right here on 105 Through the Fan. Sean and RJ, 105 Through the Fan. I'm RJ. He is Bobby. Sean's out all week. Got you down. So it's uh, RJ and Bobby, Choppy and Belt, Choppy and Bobby, RJ's Belt, whatever it is, Peyton and Ryan alongside Cowboys lose uh, 22-20 to the Miami Dolphins. Merry Christmas, boys and girls. No, it wasn't very merry. No. It was pretty disappointing. And are we? have we just reached a point where we say that what's going on with this team on the road is strictly psychological? Um... I don't know. I mean, it's seen. There, look, it's 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 probably a lot of things. It's not just psychological. Because even when they're competitive, they're going to lose. Look, there's a grass issue. Yeah. Right. They don't play well on grass. That's evident. I mean, they lost what now? Nine of nine of eleven on grass. Something like that. It's bad. It's, it's a bad number. Uh, they 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 play very well on turf outside of Buffalo. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, it's. I think it's evident that this team just does not play well on the road for whatever reason. I don't know if it's mental. I don't know if it's something to do with their their system, their process that they do. The the their 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 protection. Look, teams can't get the DAC on the road uh, when they're when they're at home, when the Cowboys are at home. Yeah. But on the road, it seems like he is running for his life on every play. Well, yeah, and missing Tyron Smith will will do that too. Yeah, but well, the they, well, they weren't missing year. him against Buffalo. No, no, no. I know. I'm just saying that that'll that'll get to some of it yeah. there I, I think some of it is just the communication with the offensive line is really not very good when they're on the road that, that's some of the big problem and some of their communication on offense just isn't very good when the defense allows one touchdown to Miami with Miami at home by the way Miami does Miami usually puts up a ton they're, they're yeah. similar to Dallas in that they put up a ton of points at home when you hold Miami to a single touchdown at home you need to win the game you do you you do need to win the, that game they they didn't they didn't win the game uh they came close it was a come close, uh, which you get no points for that. I, I don't care that you're uh, – I don't feel good about this one. I know I know. You know, some people were talking that, you know, you feel good. You had a lead late. What are you going to do? No, nah, man. I mean, like, that was a fraudulent lead late. You guys got – you got really beat up in this game. Not beat up, but I mean, you allowed, like, 18 scoring drives. Now, yeah, do you want to say that, that the, uh, the, the defense was bent but don't break? Okay, that's one way to look at it, and that's good. You're giving up field goals, not touchdowns, but you're still letting Miami get into field goal range on, what, six, seven possessions? Six yeah. possessions? Yeah, you're, you're, you're letting them move the ball too efficiently between the 20s. Now, look, they the fact that you had three 50-yard field goal attempts means that you were, I mean, you were keeping them out of the red zone. You yeah. were, the the fact that they had to kick those field goals. You need to win that game, though. You need to have, especially when Miami had injuries within the game. Yeah, because Mostert went out. Waddle was missing for a lot of this game. Waddle had just one catch. He had that one catch on the opening drive, the fifty yeah. yard reception. But man, they've they have got to figure out a way to win these close games on the road, or else they are going to lose in the first round. Yeah, because like, look, this is this is you know they they've beaten. One team with a winning record, Philadelphia, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they'll probably get another one here this week. They got Detroit in town. You would hope. You would hope, but I, I gotta say, like you know, when you're a team like Detroit, you haven't won a, a division in in thirty years. You're probably ta- mentally taking your week off. Have you seen the uh, the spread for this one? Is it a five? 
Dallas opened, according to DraftKings, as six-point favorites yesterday. Yeah. The, the, the Lions are taking this, – this is like one of those scheduled wins. Win it for Jimmy. The, yeah, oh, that's right. It's a it's, it's, uh, you know, ring of honor. You're going to be there. I'll be there. Win it for Chop. Me and the great Bennett Glazer will be there. But um, you know, the Lions, I, I have no doubt, the Lions are going to take a mental week off. They need a recharge. Like, you know, they won the division. Like, they've to, – to them, like, that's their Super Bowl. I, I, to me, like I, I think, okay, this is probably as a gambler. I'm thinking, all right, team just clinches. They know they're probably not getting the one or the two seed if things happen. They're pretty much are what they are. They're going to be the three. They're probably taking a mental week off. I don't think the Cowboys should take anything for granted. I don't think they should either. I'm just thinking this from my perspective, from a gambler sure. perspective. I'm assuming Detroit takes a mental week off, and the Cowboys have a very mentally strong week because they know they're playing at home. And that's dangerous because they're not going to get a, a home playoff game. Nope, that's not happening now. You know, because the, the the Eagles have what Washington and the Giants left. Yep. Although who knows what the way the Eagles them. play? Who knows with them? There's no doubt. But bunch of frauds. Yeah, they're not that good. Um, you know, let's do Philadelphia right now. The Eagles somehow, not somehow, they did. They sneak by the Giants, thirty-three twenty-five. Taylor is looking. He steps up. He starts to pump. He starts to run. He is diving around. He is loading up. He is firing, and it is intercepted by the Eagles, and the game is over. It is intercepted by Keely Ringo, and the Eagles finally have buried their three-game losing streak, and they have their 11th win of the season. Uh, that is the Eagles radio with the goal. Man, there was a situation. There was a point in this game. They're like, I thought the Giants were going to steal this one. That third oh, yeah. quarter, that third quarter, the Giants had, and the Eagles were just terrible in that third quarter. Um, they outscored with 15 zip. I was like, dude, they're, they're going to wind up winning this when, game. when it was a two point game, and the Eagles were facing third and twenty early in the fourth quarter, I was like, this is they're going to get the ball back. They're going to do their methodical offense bit, and they're going to beat the Eagles. Holy crap! This is a pathetic football team right now. That that Eagles team right now. Look at that playoff picture right there, Chop. You got the 49ers, Eagles, Lions, Buccaneers, Cowboys, Rams, Seahawks. Nobody's tooting the Cowboys horn right now after two losses in a row to tough games. But those other six playoff teams right now, I don't care if they have to go to Philly. All six of those teams, I think, are beating Philadelphia right now. So every other team currently in the playoffs. I think Seahawks, Rams, Cowboys, Lions, Buccaneers, and 49ers, if they go to Philly and have to play a game, they all beat them the next week if that was. That would, it they, wouldn't stun me. That's just they're not, they're, they're not playing right, right now. now. And they're they are playing. broken. They are not. You missed this last week. There was a Nick Sirianni was trying to say that the uh, the last throw against Seattle was he was like, oh, we we're trying to draw a pass interference. Then they asked Jalen Hurts later in the week. He goes, we were not. No, that's not true. And you have A.J. Brown not wanting to talk to reporters. A.J. Brown saying, you know, we should get rid of Monday night football games. The turnaround's too tough. This is ridiculous. And it's just, man, there is a, there is a lot of just – turmoil seeming to to just kind of float around that football team right now vikings falcons packers saints all seven and eight all a game back Rams, seahawks are the six and seven seeds so today it would be rams lions cowboys tampa seattle philly and i would the niners having uh the bye i might pick all the road teams yeah, that's interesting. That that that'd be really really interesting. Now, the Cowboys would love that because that means the Cowboys would host the Rams. Yep, that'd be great in the in the second in the divisional round. Yep, and you'd get Seahawks 49ers if that were the case. I might pick all the road teams if that were the case. That's it. That'd be really 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 interesting because uh, you know the Rams are. I, I don't know. I, I I'm going. I know everybody's like, oh, the Rams are dangerous. I I don't know. Maybe they are. They played really really well lately. Yeah. I, I'm gonna go see who they've beaten. I'm gonna go take a little deeper dive into this one. That that now that would be from a from a a, a story standpoint. Stafford going back to Detroit on the road uh, against the guy that he replaced and the guy who replaced him in Detroit. Drama. Be some good drama when when they when they made that trade. You know, both teams actually are doing pretty well since the trade. I mean, the Rams yeah. won the Super Bowl and the Lions won a division title for the first time in 30 years. San Francisco. Uh, they had been exposed. 
Ravens stretch three receivers to the right. Lamar Jackson fakes the toss to the right, throws across the middle. Touchdown! Zay Flowers! And the Ravens strike on back-to-back drives. Ravens radio with the call. Holy cow. They put it to San Fran. 33-19 in San Fran. Is, is Bonte and Joe... Morning cup of Joe. Are they working on the morning roast this week? I would hope so. Uh, I mean, the way they talk, they never take days off. So maybe, maybe, maybe we spy on San Fran later, Peyton. Maybe we give you extra work. To what do. is it? Five o'clock out there right now? Yeah, not yet, but you know, I don't know what time they start? Six, six, I think. Six. Like All right. So, so yeah. do that in 50 minutes, Peyton. Uh, McCaffrey gets a hundred yards on the ground. Kittle, 126 yards receiving, but four interceptions by Brock Purdy. Another one by Sam Darnold. And the Ravens put it on the uh, San Fran 49ers. 33-19. This was 33-12 going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, and that's in Santa Clara, too. That was the 49ers were at home, and they don't lose at home really ever. Um, in fact, when they have... They have a couple this year, right? Uh, yeah, but th- that's one where when they have Brock Purdy and Trent Williams in the game, playing at least half the snaps, I think they were... 19 and one heading into this game overall. And I don't know if they, I don't think they had lost at home uh, is what it was, but uh, yeah, they get absolutely rocked in this one. And that's going to happen when you turn the ball over five times and the opponent doesn't turn it over at all. And when you have twice as many penalties as the other team, you're going to lose that football game. That's exactly what happened. I would not expect a repeat of this. If Baltimore and San Francisco played again next week, I think it'd be a lot closer, but it does give you some confidence that, oh, there's somebody out there who can really challenge the 49ers. This isn't going to just be a cakewalk. And, uh, I mean, I think we've solidified at this point now Lamar Jackson's probably going to win the MVP. Uh, yes, he is. And I, I don't think he would in most years. I think it's just kind of a barren wasteland, and he's going to – it's kind of the default. But he, um, he had a great game last night. Yeah, and look, that's what, that's what happens, though, right? When when the, the MVP and everybody who, who thought Dak was going to win it, Kept forgetting the MVP was going to go to even if da- even the Cowboys won these last two games, that performance may have put Lamar over anyway with with just the win. Yeah, the win. Yep. The MVP was always going to go to the one or the two seed. It's the way it is. Yep, it always was. Now the Cowboys would have been the two seed if they had won these last two games. Actually, they'd be the one seed right now, right? Yeah. Um, if they had won those last two games, then one out. But that that was always going to be the problem. the The MVP was going to go to the one of the two seed. And Brock Purdy joins the list of Tom Brady, Kurt Warner twice, and Jim Kelly as the last five quarterbacks with four interceptions in the game, entering the game as the passer rating leader. Well, great company to be in, Brock. So they're all he's so he's going to the Hall of Fame. That's what it's that's what I heard. Brock Purdy will enter the Hall of Fame. That's the that's what the uh, the numbers show. Ravens 33-19 over San Francisco. We got some Rangers news. Rangers signing somebody or losing somebody over the weekend? Losing. Ah. Old Garf sauce. Mitch Garver. We've lost him. He goes over to the Seattle Mariners. Two years, $24 million. That's a bummer. But, I mean, your your your, your thought process at this point is what? Wyatt Langford, Justin Foskey. Like, you, you're going to have DH options that you didn't have last year. And you've got Jonah Hyman catcher already. So, how much of a spot really was there for Mitch Garver? But, I mean, a guy who played a, a big role, had some some big hits in the postseason for the Rangers on the way to the World Series. He did. He had a lot of big hits. Uh, and that, that's, a, that's a bummer. We knew this was going to happen, though. Yep. This is what happens when you win a title. You get your role guys, your bench guys purged. That's what happens when you're a good team. You're going to have that. They knew it going in. They weren't going to be able to keep everybody. The moment they lost their Diamond Sports Bally thing, they knew what was going to happen. They weren't going to be able to keep everybody. And that's the situation we're in right now. Yep. It's a tough spot to be in. It really is. Um, because there are guys that are out there. Like, And the problem is, the moment Yamamoto signed with the Dodgers, everybody else has all this money left over because every other team missed on Shohei and Yamamoto with the Dodgers. Red Sox, Blue Jays, Yankees, Mariners, uh, Giants, Cubs. Yep. Atlanta, you want to get in a bidding war with those teams? And those teams have TV, well, some, a lot of them do. Like Boston, New York, they have, they, have, they have TV contracts they don't have to worry about. So that's going to be tough. It's going to be a real big problem to deal with. Uh, there, there you go. That's uh, a little bit around the sports world in the morning. Uh, oh, boy. 
We got a little ass Reddit coming up, but there is still a way. Is there still a way for the Cowboys to get the two seed? There is. Yes, there is. We'll tell you how the Cowboys can still get the two seed, win the NFC East, and a little bit of ask Reddit. Coming up next on Sean and RJ on 105.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right. How can the Cowboys still win the NFC East? How can they get the two seed in the NFC? Can they get the one seed? Uh, not yeah. likely. Not very but likely. But is it possible? I mean, if, is it yeah, possible, if the 49ers Bobby? lose both their last games okay. and the Cowboys win out okay, and it's possible. the Giants beat the Eagles, yeah, sure, we can have all that. I mean, they play Washington. I mean, they're, they're looking to get rid of Sam Howell. And then who Boy, else did they play? he was so bad. They play the Rams. Sam Howell was so bad in this game, uh, the, the game that the Commanders played against the Jets, where he goes – Eight or six for 22, 56 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. He gets benched for Jacoby Brissett, who has to come in and almost brings them all the way back. Actually took the lead with four minutes left before uh, our old friend Greg Zerline knocks through a field goal. Greg the leg? Mm-hmm. Very nice. All right, so let's run through this, uh, the scenario. The playoff scenarios, how the Cowboys get to what seed, what needs to happen, what, uh, and, and just do the rest of the league, too. Let, let, let's yeah. go through all this. Yeah, so when we look at the rest of the stretch here for the Cowboys, they are in a unfavorable position, obviously, because they need a ton of help across the league in order for them to get, you know, we're not even talking about the one seed. I mean, we mentioned there is a possible, yeah, like statistically, mathematically, it's possible. It's not very likely at all. Um, But what they're going to need is they are going to need a lot of help from teams that you're unlikely to get a lot of help from. So the Eagles, basically it comes down to if the Cowboys win their final two games and the Eagles lose the game to the Giants, the Cowboys win the division. Okay. That would that would be the benefit. I think if they lose to the Cardinals, if they lose one of their last two games and the Cowboys win, I think they get the advantage. I believe. I, I'd have to double check on that, but I well, believe that's go. the case. You'd I, have I, to win I, out. I you do this real quick. You'd have to win your final two in order for that to happen. But... The Eagles right now clearly have a massive advantage on that front. This isn't anything where you your opportunity to pull away, to take advantage of, of their losses, you blew it when you lost to Buffalo. You mm-hmm. beat Buffalo. If you handle business late against Miami, the Cowboys are in the driver's seat to win the division, and now they've lost that opportunity. So If Philly loses to Arizona and the Cowboys win out, and then the Philly beats the Giants, the Cowboys would be the two seed according to 
um, the playoff predictor, the Pro Football Network's playoff machine. I'm not using ESPNs because it's broke. Which do you feel better about? broke right now. What do I feel better about what? Which do you feel better about of those two games, the uh, uh, Philly's final two games? Which do you feel is a better opportunity? Because Arizona's played people tough. Oh, Arizona. I mean, they got, I mean, I think Arizona. I don't trust the Giants. They don't even know who their quarterback is. No, but do you trust Philly at all? Right no, now? I don't trust Philly either. Now, beating Detroit's not going to be the easiest thing. I mean, I think the, I think Detroit personally is going to, and I like Detroit. I think they're going to have a, this is a mental week off for them. They just won the division. Like, this is this is ripe for them to be like, all right, let's just take a breather. There was some there was some turmoil there a couple of weeks back. They've they've overcome that. And it's, I, I think this is going to be like those, you know, let let it. I don't want. I wouldn't want a uh, an, an upset, ticked off Dan Campbell team coming in here. Um, and then Washington look is is going to be I think a problem at the end because it's a road game and this team doesn't play well on the road or on grass. Yeah, and no, and they've they've specifically up until when they won that game a couple weeks ago against Washington. Dallas, I believe Mike McCarthy, in fact, yeah, Mike McCarthy, would, the only NFC East team he didn't have an above 500 record against was Washington. He was exactly 500 against wow. them before that last game. So they've had their struggles. Look, we saw what happened at the end of last year mm-hmm. against Washington, and I don't think anybody right now is assuming anything on the road with this football it team. It seems like they play Washington in the last week of the season an awful lot. Yeah, it seems like it's always Washington or like the Giants. It's always an NFC East team who they're closing up the right. season against because yeah. they're trying to create some sort of as it should be drama. Yeah, um, there'd be nothing worse than playing like the Titans on Week uh, 18. I mean, think how much better it would be though if we were getting Philly in the last week if they'd set oh, up yeah. Dallas Philly oh, yeah, as the final sure. game of the season. But that's not gonna happen. But no, I think that what you're looking at now is what the what the NFC standings are right now. I think are going to be the NFC standings for the playoffs which as it stands at the moment san francisco's the one seed i think they're unlikely to lose that you've got philadelphia's the two i think they're unlikely to lose that now here's the thing if philly wins out and the lions win out the lions get the two yes but the lions are not going to win out because dallas will beat them this week. I, I i agree i agree um but that, that, that i found that to be interesting like if both teams win out the lions get the two seed so you've got in all likelihood, San Francisco, Philly, Detroit, and I think Tampa's probably the good bet to win the NFC South at this point. They've been the best team in that conference or, or in that division this year. Tampa, the remaining way, they have the Saints next week. They're playing them at home. That obviously could tilt things a little bit if the Saints win that. Uh, and then the final week of the season, the Buccaneers have the Panthers, which should be a victory for them. So you're looking at probably a 9-8, and 10-7 and seven NFC South champion in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and that's probably what's going to happen for the Cowboys is you're likely going on the road at Tampa again. Yeah. Which you you destroyed them last year. You did, but... Is is, Bra- is is Baker better than Tom Brady right now? No. Is this Baker this year better than Brady last year? Um, No, because Baker's just inconsistent. He's be- He's played well at times. Higher ceiling. Look, why are, look, they're talking about it on NFL Network right now. Why are Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers a perfect fit? I just think that you can't take anything for granted. You can't assume anything with the Cowboys yeah. on the road this year. And Tampa's no. played well lately. Mm-hmm. Tampa went into Green Bay in December, which is not an easy thing for teams no. to do, especially a warm-weather team like Tampa, and just put it to them. I mean, Baker Mayfield was the first road quarterback to have a perfect passer rating at Lambeau in NFL history a couple weeks back. First road, first road quarterback to go into Lambeau and get a have a perfect passer rating. Yeah, but that's not that easy to do. I know that's my point. No, no, that, that's like, not easy to do. <laughs> it's not like everybody. It's not like every week there's a perfect passer. No, rating. but Lambeau's existed yeah. for forever. It has quite a bit, and so you would years. assume somebody would have done that at yeah, some point. That's true. The stat, the statistics would seem to say that, but. Right now, you're looking at in all likelihood, this is setting up for a redemption tour. You get a chance to beat Tampa Bay, and if you do that, you're probably going on the road in the second round to play San Francisco. Now, the the way you get bailed out of that right now is, like I said, I if it was today, I always think things are going to change, but if, you, if it's today, I think I would pick the Rams to beat the Lions, and I think I'd pick the Seahawks to beat the Eagles. The Rams-Lions one's going to be interesting. That would be a tough game. Tough one to pick. Um, Seattle. I, I, that 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 
them against Philly. I mean, they just beat Philly a couple of weeks ago. And they did it without Geno. They would have Geno in that game. Yes. That'd be a road game. Does does Lincoln Financial Field feel to you like some impossible place to go play, though? Uh, the Cowboys impossible. aren't intimidated by it. No, the Giants the Ca- weren't yesterday. No, but those teams go there every week. San Francisco. Every year. I'm sorry, those teams go there every year. San Francisco smacked the S out of them at Lincoln a couple weeks ago. Yes, but San, San Fran's different. I, mean, I think that you know, a team like Seattle, yeah, they can they can get the crowd out of it. But I mean, I, I still think the home fields in general are difficult. Sure, I just don't view Philly as the advantage that even these two teams we saw this weekend, Miami and Dallas, I don't view it as the same advantage that Hard Rock or AT and T is for those teams. I, I I don't think that the I think Philly. You think Hard Rock is a is a better home field advantage than not than not not because of crowd or anything. It's just Miami plays better. There. Oh yeah, yeah I think okay. Miami. Right, I think yeah, Miami's yeah. much more yeah. difficult to play in Miami than Philly is. In Philly. I, I think Philly's balanced in the sense that I think they could play. I think Philly's game plays the same at home or on I the road. Agree. I agree. So, they so don't, they don't run downhill. If they're struggling, yeah. they're struggling. I agree. I totally agree. So I, and when they're going good, I think they, I think they, I think Philly could play. I think Philly has a better chance, even though they're playing poorly, of going on the road and winning a game than the Cowboys do. Oh yeah, yeah. Like their 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 style travels. Yes, absolutely. I I, I think that that's completely the case. Is that they they're just gonna play essentially their game regardless and i think that that's something that you have to look at now i'm curious i gotta look at the uh i've got the nfl playoff machine up here chop so yeah. how is w- it working for you it wasn't working for me i don't know it's uh, not gonna work it's uh, not gonna work i'm telling you dang it well that would be unfortunate. i got i got one up here what do you what do you, what are you no for? so here's the thing is that we would rather at this point play i assume guessing that dallas has pretty much locked themselves into the five seed we would rather play, I would think, Atlanta or New Orleans than have to go play the Buccaneers at this point, right? Yes. Yes. The, oh, my God. Atlanta? The only oh. thing The only thing that would be a little intimidating what, is— Are you intimidated by going in and having to face Bijan and no, Algiers? Do, no. Do you want to go into the Dome? Like, would you want to have to play a road game at the Superdome? Against, uh, I, against, I, a, against a decent— Saints defense. I'd rather play on turf than on grass. So that's what it comes down to for you? This team can't win on grass, man. But, okay, when we talk about mental, like, psychological hurdles, right, with this yeah. football team, and let us know your 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 most favorable draw on the truckrack.com fan Who's sense. better, Baker or Derek Carr? 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. Boy, you were, it's a good thing you were out last week. Why? Because Sean was, Sean was like, man, I'm just, I'm sad that Choppy's not here to have to eat it over Derek Carr. He's like, I'd be rubbing it in Chop's face right now that Derek Carr has been a massive failure. I mean, he still thinks that Carson Wentz is going to be a good quarterback. I'm not going to listen to that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I've hit on more quarterbacks than uh, I can't. No. I bet you have. I have. I, I, I hit on just about all the quarterbacks. Carr's fine. Uh, I, at least his career has been fine. But. Do you have any confidence? That That's one of the things I'm curious about. Do you have any more confidence than you did in week five? that the Cowboys can, assuming they're able to get past the first round, that the Cowboys can go on the road and beat San Francisco? No, I have zero. No. You have less? Yes. You feel you felt better going into that game in Santa Clara than you do right now? Going into the game? Going into it, not coming out of it, going into it. Yeah. Coming out of it, though, you think that – because my, my thought of this is I, I think you see last night, okay, Baltimore wins, and there's probably a lot of people going, ooh, look, San Francisco's more vulnerable yeah. than you thought. You can get to them. I think if Dallas and San Francisco were to play at Santa Clara tomorrow, San Francisco wins that game by 20. If the Cowboys were to play at San Francisco tomorrow, San Fran wins by 20. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm at with this team. I think they can, I think any given Sunday, I think they can beat anybody. I I totally agree. Home or road. Did I misunderstand your question? No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm saying that I think that they like, I don't think anything has changed is basically what I'm saying. No. Regardless of how much better the offense is playing. And I, by the way, I don't think that nothing changed for me even when they were on this run leading into Buffalo. Even before the Buffalo game, I felt like this is still a team that cannot play with the 49ers. Now, this is a team that can play with Philly, Detroit, Tampa, whatever else. My my thought of Dallas's ability to go to a Super Bowl 
goes way up if you can get somebody else to pick off San Francisco for you. You have to. If you can get the Rams to take out San Francisco, I would then feel like Dallas can go to the Super Bowl. Like, like almost, I I might pick them. Yeah, they they would have to go to either Detroit or 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 Philly, assuming those two don't get picked off. Eight five eight, no confidence because we are exactly who we are. Soft. Eight five eight says they would pick Forty Niners thirty seven to ten. Eight one seven says I think Purdy is hurt, and if we play tomorrow, they whip San Francisco. So the eight one sevens got some confidence. Oh yeah, I mean, look, if Purdy is hurt, everything changes. I don't think it does. Like I mean, Purdy, Purdy definitely makes it better. Sam Darnold's not winning a playoff game. I I, I don't think it's, but I I think they still beat Dallas. I I don't think Purdy is the mental. I don't hurdle. think they get there. I don't think Purdy is the mental hurdle for Dallas. No, but if Dallas. You're talking about if San Francisco has to host a playoff game in round two and Dallas is the lowest seed and that's the first team that plays San Francisco, I think Dallas loses. That's such a mental hurdle for them, that San Francisco team. And San Francisco is still really good defensively and has a ton of weapons. That's a team that I just, I don't think Dallas has the capacity to beat. If Sam Darnold is the quarterback, I think the Cowboys are a road favorite. Really? Yeah. I think zero chance. What, Dallas minus three? I would think Dallas minus one. Okay. Minus a half. Uh, if, if, it, if Sam Darnold is the QB, yeah, I, I think the Cowboys are a road favorite. Man. What, what are they if Purdy plays? Um, I think it could be San Francisco minus nine. <laughs> uh you Look, know what? Were, it was San, with Purdy playing last night. It was San Francisco minus five and a half against Baltimore. You think Dallas is equal to Baltimore to Vegas? Uh, let me let me ask my handicapper guy. Uh, with or without Purdy, the reality here I, is I, I'm interested to see this one because I, I think I think if I think if Darnold's the quarterback, I think the Cowboys might be a slight favorite. That's incredibly interesting to me because I think that Vegas would have to recognize that Dallas is completely intimidated by the 49ers. Well, they Regardless are. Of they are. They, they, they got run by Jimmy, too. Like I mean, Jimmy, they, The Jimmy-led 49ers dominated them. The Purdy-led 49ers dominated them. But like, Darnold's, like, not, Darnold's not as good as either one of those two guys. I, I, I think 817 says Purdy's worth 17 points over Sam Darnold. <laughs> it's not quite 17, but it's a lot. I mean, he, he's, worth, he's worth a lot. I, mean, I think the most any quarterback's ever been is, I think, nine and a half. And that was Rodgers back in, like, uh, his, you know, elite MVP days. Like, you not, not not recent ones, like one eight, of, eight years ago. I'll, I'll tell you, one of the, the common talking points we're getting on the truckwreck.com fan text right now from a couple different people is the idea that, the irre- it's irrelevant to discuss what Dallas can do in the playoffs, what they're capable of, because the fact of the matter is they Dak is not capable of it. Well, I mean, look, Dak, Dak is a good, he's a really good quarterback. He's, he's borderline great. Um, he lost the MVP in six days. Uh, you know, D- Dak's and movie. Purdy just lost it and, in a day. And Purdy did, yeah, too. But like, uh, in a world... <laughs> You have the MVP locked up. Why are you stroking the microphone like that? lose it in six days. (laughs) Dak Prescott, starring in How to Lose an MVP. 254. Didn't uh, Sam Darnold uh, lead the Jets to beating the Cowboys a few years ago? Okay. I'm just saying. He's got a history. I don't see see Sam Darnold winning a playoff. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, But I I think Darnold drops... I, I think I think it's at least a seven point swing, eight point swing. Eight one seven. Darnold didn't just beat Dallas; uh, he beat them with mono. That's true. He, he had did. mono. He had mono. <laughs> <laughs> he had mono. I forgot about that. He was so, coming off at a large spleen. Yep, he was. Hey, he that, was. that qualifies hey, you to. to I've had beat mono. I've could, had mono, and I do have an enlarged spleen. You could probably beat the Cowboys. I'm working on that spleen, though. I mean, that's Plain. We are working. That, that's just listen to Sean's dad, baby. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, listen to uh, listen to Doctor Sharif. Doctor Sharif. All Star Closer, Kenley Jansen. We have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Peyton, let's hook the Tolos. 
All right, Tolos, that's right. Call them number 10 right now at 877-881-1053. Wins a pair of tickets to see your Dallas Cowboys take on the Detroit Lions at AT&T Stadium on December 30th, courtesy of Miller Lite. That's call number 10 at 877-881-1053. Ooh, man. Come say hi. I will be at that game. I will be at that <laughs> Come game. Come say hi. Where are you going to be? You going to be accessible? Yes. Where are you going to be? Center ice. You're not going to be accessible. I will be in the last row. Right in front of the Jones box. Come say hi. Okay. You're not accessible. Pre-game. I have no I idea what that. section that is. I know pregame you're not going to be accessible. Pregame, I will, I will be with Jimmy. I will be with the Jimster at pregame. You have to have tickets to get down to that lower bowl, though. They won't let you just walk down there. What do you mean? Like, like fans can't just walk over there. So, I'm saying if somebody's got tickets in the 200s and 300s, no, if you, if they you're can't sitting just come the, say hey If to you're you. in the 100 section, the 100 level, come say hello. Listen to this one percenter, you guys. It's, not a, it's half the stadium. <laughs> I'm, I'm a 50 percenter in, in the half the stadium in the lower level or uh, close to it. They're 30 percent, 40 percent. It's like 30 percent probably. Okay. So I'm, that I'm, ball widens I'm, and you get more seats. The the higher up you get. And it's not, they're not my seats. They're, 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 they're somebody else's seats. Uh, thank you, Bennett Glazer. Okay. We are hooking the Tolos up right now, but as we always love to do on a Tuesday at 740, we love to ask Reddit. Do you have a question, Kelly? Yeah, I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? TrekRec.com, Fantex, 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. We are doing Ask Reddit now. We'll we'll do some Cowboys calls coming up at 8 o'clock. Get your reaction to that heartbreaking loss to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, But right now, we're going to kick around some of the topics that are going viral over on the Ask Reddit forum this week, the 45 million member forum where they kick around salacious, thought-provoking questions. We get your thoughts on the fan text over on the Twitch and the YouTube, and we also uh, kick it around here in the studio. RJ Choppy. All right. What is the current thing that future generations will say, I can't believe they used to do that? Oh, current thing. Oh, I know what you're... I'm stunned it didn't... Fall right out of your mouth. Five day work week. Yeah, that's it. That that's there is the, that is it. The five day and every single Friday that rolls around, I think of this every single one. Why the hell did we agree that two days off is enough a week? Who? What idiot thought that you know what? I am just gonna give. What's five divided by seven? That mu- that percentage of my life to my job, who when I die, will have my job posted within 24 hours. Who thought that was a good idea? Who agreed to this nonsense? I mean, and then you idiots out there, like, oh, just be, you'd be, it's the American way. No, no, the American way is sitting on your butt drinking. That's the American way, baby. On your driveway, hanging out with your boys, playing a little golf. Doing whatever, going hunting. That's the American way. That's fair. It's uh, my America. The one I, I want to live in. I you know what I think it's gonna be? And this is already something that's become a little taboo. You, you should be careful the way you talk about it and do a microphone probably, uh, with their sort, but I'll tell you what it is. I feel like society is going more and more towards uh spanking. Not not in relationships, but uh like as a form of discipline. With your kids. We're going towards spank. No, no. I think 30 years from now, people are going to look back and go, the horror. You spanked your kids. I think they do that now. A little bit. I, I think it's still something that's, that it's trending that direction. So like I say, I think in 30 years, it'll be one of those things where people are just like, how did anybody ever spank their kids? Um, yeah, I, I could see that. Did you get spanked growing up? Not often, but I did. Because you're just. A great child. You're super. No, obedient. my my dad was traveling a lot, so he was more the uh, the, the disciplinarian. But he was gone. Like he would leave like Sunday night, get back Thursday night. So he was gone for a large part of the week. So uh, every week just traveling for for work. So by the time he got home, it was too late to spank me. You know, it was, it was four days later. I, I was smart. I did all the bad things on Sunday and Monday. I was so, maybe Tuesday. So I got, like, by the time he got home on Thursday night, it was like it was too late. One of my moms. <laughs> The way my mom. One of my moms. I mean, how many moms one, one, did you have? One, one of my mom's forms of punishment. Oh. I didn't didn't finish that. Was she would spank us with uh, a wooden spoon? No, plastic hanger. 
like like one of those like yeah. plastic hangers or whatever and that would hit your butt and it would have so much give it would just kind of like bounce off of it but the metal hangers we we had to like fake with her like it hurt so bad so she would keep using it so we would <laughs> we would sell so hard like oh my god please no not the hanger and she used that our yes. entire childhood and we never let on that like we just kind of had an unspoken agreement like y'all gotta really sell that this hurts really bad because she for some reason thinks this is an awful yeah. see my mom was like a goody two shoes growing up never got punished so she didn't know i don't i don't think she knew the forms of punishment that worked the best because she never got it growing up because she was always perfect and so yeah. when she got it she grew up she thought oh yeah a, a hanger spanking this will this will get you peyton you got something here something that you think future generations or that your current generation right now says i can't believe y'all used to do that maybe smoke Smoking's become like smoking cigarettes has become kind of smoking taboo. cigarettes. Uh, tobacco. What do you well, you know, people still do tobacco today. I think younger, talking on the phone is yeah. that one of the ones that could be it. Yeah, I mean, uh, talking just like yeah, not FaceTiming. I think is a big one because some people like me. They're just like it's FaceTime or you're texting me. Like it's one or the other. Some people I grow up with, you know, it's like they they refuse to just talk on the phone. So that, but then the whoopings as well as you guys have talked about too. The whoopings. Uh, they used to send uh, this is two one four. They used to send people to prison for life for having a little bit of weed. That the the punishments yeah. for marijuana yep. are are starting to become a little bit more of a a thing that people already look back on and go like oh my gosh you're, you're serious that's the thing yeah uh, let's see here uh, by the way here we shopping go shopping in stores dude that has become that's where I really screwed up on Christmas is I should have just done everything online like not just online like had it delivered but I should have just done it as online and then in store pickup. And I just screwed up by waiting until the last second to do that. I could have done that three days out, and I would have been better off. But I didn't do that. Uh, 682 pushes back against Chops. Says the vast majority of jobs would never be completed in four days of a week. Okay, what do you mean? Like, what are we talking about? Like, manual labor jobs? Are we talking about white-collar jobs? Well, they said the about? vast majority. They just, yeah, they I mean. Broad. Okay, but like you're so the, the idea that you're paid for production or time, like which one are you paid for? Eh, you work true. you work till the job's done, and you, then you then you take off. Like that's that's right. I mean, I don't know. Are you are you paid for your time? You can also work ten hour days over four days and get your forty hours. In. All right, truckrock.com fan text says we do ask right here eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three chop and fan text. What's a banging song from the eighties that you're pretty sure? people haven't heard in over 20 years okay uh yeah this one you you posed this question to me about 10 minutes ago and i came up for maybe more 20 minutes ago <laughs> i can't run right away i have and i have not heard this song I, i've heard the song recent more recently than tw than 20 years or 10 years but it's been a minute well it's been a minute but it's a banger and it's from one of my favorite most underrated movies of all time it is oingo boingo it's a dead man's party. Back to school. What a great movie. I love this song. Such a good song. It's so good. Now, you know what's crazy? A lot of people didn't realize this. Who's the lead singer of Oingo Boingo? Uh, Bob Hope. Danny Elfman. The, like... Really? Score composer, the 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 film composer who does really? like a bunch of Danny Elfman. That's Danny Elfman. Really? I didn't realize this till about six seven years ago that Danny Elfman. But this is such a good song, dude. Yeah, I, it is. Th this is one that like every Halloween, like it needs to be more of a Halloween staple. Why isn't it? Because uh, nobody hears this. Nobody, nobody, like I don't. Was this song popular? Um, it's a good question. Or think, was this song made by a movie? Was. Uh. I think it was relatively popular, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think it was relatively popular, but I have no, I have no idea. Like, do you know this song, truckrec.com fan text? Oingo Boingo Dead Man's Party. Let us know eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Uh, it's peaked at no, it didn't even crack the top. Uh, didn't even crack the Billboard Top one hundred. In my sleep, it's a great song. It's Weird Science good... is their biggest hit. Oingo Boingo. They Here, did Weird Science too. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Here's my. Uh, here's my song and uh this is a guy old billy ocean a lot of people know him they probably oh, know yeah, for get out of my dreams get into my car that whole song uh, i picked a different billy ocean song though when the going gets tough 
good song. Billy Ocean's great, dude. He is. Hold he on, is. This, is, this is the best part of the song right here. Turn this up, Payne. Surprised you didn't choose suddenly though. Suddenly, life has. I don't know that song. Uh, Two one four says "Jump" by Van Halen was oh, a banger. That's a good song. Come good song. on and jump, jump. Do you? Oh, nine seven two. Send me an angel. Send me an life. angel. Send me an angel. Oh. Name that movie. I don't know the movie. Oh, Rad. Remember Rad the movie? The BMX Sorry, bike race movie. Great oh, movie. Rad. Yes, that was a um. Gosh, what was the uh, the actor's name in that one? I, I know. Crew, Crew Jones. Yeah, that was, that so, was the... Uh, so, Tosh.0, Daniel Tosh's TV show, that was one of his obsessions was the movie Rad. And I mean, he, where he else do you Crew have... He brought Crew Jones back for, like, bits on his show, <laughs> where, like, 30 years later. Where else do you have a BMX bike dance-off in the middle of a prom? Come on, Eileen by Dexas Midnight Runners. Good stuff. It's a great song. If you watch that music video, they have a different drummer at the beginning of the music video and the end of the music video because the lead singer was such a pain in the ass, apparently, that he fired the drummer in the middle of the show. Really? So the drummer changes in between shots at one point, and that's where that comes. Uh, anything by uh, Kenny Loggins, says the 817. Uh, let's see. 214. Yeah, by the way, everybody seems to know it's a dead man's party, so there's plenty of that there, including Twelo Andy. He's jumping in here, says that he says it. Uh, human League, Don't You Want Me from the 302. Uh, I'm only human was better than hum- than Don't You Want Me, wasn't it? Working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. Yeah, I think so. Do you have one, Peyton uh, Russell? You, know, you don't even know 80s music. You know, I didn't know. I know I, <laughs> this song was 80s, but the, uh, the Boys of the Summer is a good one. Nobody on the road. Nobody I've had them on Spotify for years now. You thought it was done by somebody else. I thought it was like 91, 92. Yeah, it's 80. This is uh, Gilmer, Texas here. Don oh, Henley. Gilmer. Yeah. Is that where Don Henley's from? I think he was either born or went to high school there, yeah. I had no idea. This is, a, this is a pretty good song, although I always feel like it's building towards something that I don't get as much out of the chorus as I'm expecting from the build. Well, it's 80s, you know? But yeah. I'm saying it builds to something where you think it's going to like it does. explode it does. the chorus, it's a good song, and though. then it doesn't. It's a good song. It's, so. it's a solid song. Peyton Russell. What are you slowly losing interest in as you grow older? Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, now a free agent with my fans. Uh, slowly losing. You and interest Mike Bassett, in... man. Oh, jeez. I mean, you know what? Honestly, it's like TV shows to me. TV shows. You yeah, know, like you like, watch so many of them. So before. many of them. It's just it's the same old, same old. You know, it's like there's there's so many, so much out there that ju- jumps at you, but I can't just it can't just be one. It's got to be multiple all thrown at you at one time. I don't know. I, I can't ever just find the one that I like and just stick to it because there's always a new one popping out. I wanted to go out and drink and hang out like all the time when I was younger. I want to stay home every night if possible. Uh, yeah, I could see that. I mean, I still enjoy going out like to dinner and stuff, but I mean, going to a bar, it's, it is what it is. I'll tell, there's a few, I mean, like, you know, like, I, I don't think anybody at, at 44 is as into like, uh, like I used to watch college basketball like, every night. Oh yeah. You know, I, I, I don't Volunteers watch. basketball used to be your biggest obsession. Oh, I, I still like it. Tennessee basketball still is my favorite sport. It still is my favorite, my number one team. So I still watch like every single game. You know, but the general Tuesday, you know, Carolina, NC State game, I'm not tuning into I used to do that a lot. But I'll tell you this, it's it's going, it's actually casinos. Really? I used Even to, as a degenerate. I'd love to go to the sports book now. I don't, I, I, I sitting at a, at a blackjack table. It's fun. Doesn't have the same appeal to me as it did when I was 35. Do you think that Peyton Russell is a younger version of you? Uh, oh Do you no! Think I, he's I would, gonna go I would, through this trajectory. I went way harder than Peyton did. Oh. I used to go to Vegas once a month. Damn! Oh, like there was a time like twenty years ago. Uh, I, yeah, all I, that I was San Juan shootout per DM you got. No, no, so like I would be sitting there. I, I'd be doing like I, would, I was running the board during uh, Jennifer Angle and Steve Dennis's show. Oh, the little ball of hate. It was like nine to eleven or nine to noon, and I'd be running the board. It'd be on a Tuesday. And I would just look on 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 online, and I would see a a, a ninety dollar flight that day at two o'clock, and you would just to go. Vegas, and I would just I would get on it, 
I would go and I would take the red eye home. That is degenerate. And I would fly. I would. I would be out there. I would. I would not get a hotel. It would cost me ninety bucks to get there. And I would gamble, and I would just take the red eye home, and I would go to work the next day. Me and my friends have thought about this before. Just taking like a, it's a twenty-four hour trip. Go there, you know, early. Get the get to Vegas at like six a.m. and then come, you know, fly back at like one or two in the morning. I've lost interest in that. The like the quick turnaround, like yeah. let's just make a nonstop. We're traveling, we're hitting the spot, and we're traveling back, and we don't sleep. I've lost interest in that. Eight one seven says sleeping anywhere that's not my own bed. Big time. That used to be one where, yeah, you'd always be like, oh, let's go stop at the hotel. Let's do this. Let's do that. Whatever else. That one was where, yeah, I, I can't I can't sleep anywhere that's not my own bed. I think hotel beds are ridiculously uncomfortable. Uh, I don't care for the pillows. Yeah. And sometimes you get a bed that's a little that's springy. Yeah, I get that. A lot of them are too tough. Anyway, that's right. Ask Reddit here on Tuesday. All right. Very nice. Thank you, uh, Robert. Bobby Belt. Join us. Uh, it is uh, Sean and RJ. Thank you for joining us. Uh, on 105.3 The Fan. We are going to let you vent. We're Those of you listening out there awake on this December 26th, it is your turn to vent. Your star up. Your star downs. Your phone calls right now. 877-881-1053. We will do your calls coming up next on 105.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law all-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.